Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for today is kinotita, kinotita or community. Friends, you'll discover many things in your community, mostly people, places, and things which are close by to you and can enhance your life. Look for and belong to a kinotita, which makes you better enlivened and inspired. Being a member of a kinotita, which shares the same values and like-minded lifestyle, will afford you the beautiful opportunity for growth and support. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Family first, food is everything else. So it makes complete sense that my introduction to Joe Maurice Gaglia of Cafeteria in Prairie Village was made with the help of my brother, Johnny Kay. Joe Marie, an Italian third-generation restaurateur and entrepreneur on steroids, let's call that steroids, <laughs> is with us today. Joe Marie, welcome to Kevy Life. Hi, Kiki. It is so good to have you in the studio since we spoke last when I was at your wonderful Cafeteria Cafe, which, by the way, the food is yummy, delicious, and I loved it. Thank you. You know, the Greeks and the Italians are like, you know, family. We really are. You know that expression, Joe Marie, una faccia, una razza? I do now. Joe Marie, you have been cooking since you were a kid alongside your mother and father. I think you told us in the green room you were, you started when you were about four years old. I'm really excited to learn about how that process wa- was of working alongside your parents at such a young age. Did you even understand what you were learning? And then that led to the meatball grinder, which I want to know all about. But what was it like at that young age being alongside with your parents and learning how to cook. So basically my parents owned an Italian restaurant. And when you're four years old and your parents work all the time and they don't have a babysitter, you go to work with them. (laughs) So I was garnishing Italian curly parsley at age four, sitting on the bar stool with the wheel of tickets and kind of bossing everyone around because I've been a little bit like that in my way. Um, I also grew up standing side by side in my mom's kitchen around the little woodblock table in the center and cooked with her since I could stand up. I made my own salad dressing since I was, you know, probably four or five years old. I'd get the mason jar out. I'd mix it up. I'd shake it up. And then I'd make a salad for dinner. 
I had my own garden growing up. So I had a garden on the side of the house that I grew all my vegetables in the summertime. So it really just kind of all came to me through osmosis and didn't really even understand that it had that much of an impact until I opened my own business, which was in 2005, which was the Mix Restaurant in Kansas City, followed by Cafeteria that opened in 2018. So I've kind of been cooking my entire life through experience. You know, it's so interesting, Joe Marie, because I am from Kansas City, Missouri, and I come back often. And my sister Stacy brought me to the mix before I even came to Cafeteria Cafe with John. And I fell in love with the salad variety. And I, I read, I think, on your website that your inspiration was when you were, now tell me if I'm correct, when you were away in California? Yes. Yeah, so I grew up in Kansas City. And when I was 22 years old, I moved to the Bay Area and just worked in restaurants and I bartended and I waited tables and I managed, but I was always a cook and I always went to all the farmer's markets in California and I would go and just see anything that I didn't know what it was. I would pick it up and I'd bring it home and I would research it and I would make dinner and have my friends over. So I've always been quite the foodie. And um, it comes very naturally to me. It really does. And, you know, you have a curious personality and you're very uh, open to um, experimentation with the food. Because I noticed that when I was with you at Cafeteria Cafe, when I brought you the Cafe Life olive oil and you just concocted the on the spot, Johnny on the spot, the baked feta. And you're like, okay, Kiki, let's see what's in the back. Let's see what uh, tomatoes I have back there. And then what herbs I can garnish with. You're just real intuitive. And I think that's what makes a really fantastic cook. Well, I think my best dishes are just what do I have in the fridge and what can I make with it? And it's kind of the way I operate every meal. Of course, I could plan a menu and I can make a recipe, but I'm not really good at following recipes. I mean, of course, we have everything standardized in the restaurant, but um, I'm kind of a passionate, made with love, throw it all in there and just like create. And I'm a serial creator. <laughs> and so that's, and it's like comes a meditation in the kitchen. So I have these kitchen meditations and I asked someone once, I said, should I be meditating to lower my stress level? She's like, just get in the kitchen. And before you know it, four or five hours will go by and you've been meditating in the kitchen and you'll be great. And so um, I, I do kitchen meditations by not even knowing I'm meditating. I love that. And I'll tell you why. Once I was at a seminar and it was about de-stressing and the speaker said that cooking is a form of therapy. And truly, I think it is because of what you just described. You get to use a sense of your creativity and open your mind and chill. And God, that is really interesting. Cooking meditations. You better trademark that one. Someone probably already did, but I, I'll just use it and give them credit. I love it. I love it. All right. So let's talk about the best way to do what you do, which is get in the kitchen, see what you have available. Do you think about, okay, this tomato would go good with this herb and with this protein. And let me see what, so how do you like, once you get in there, what's your intuitive instinct to make it all work together with what's available to you in the fridge or in your garden? Yeah. Well, usually it starts with an idea or an ingredient and then it kind of spirals with that. If it's a certain kind of recipe I want, I'll read five or 10 recipes and cookbooks or in off the web or something like that. And I'll kind of look at all of them and be like, well, I like that. And I like that, but I don't like that. So I'm going to add that. And so I create my own 
own recipe with inspiration of others. Um, something else I like to do is I'm a big uh, estate sales shopper and um, kind of house rehabber. So I go to a lot of sales and I'm always good for looking for cookbooks. So I find cookbooks for a dollar a piece that were from the 50s and the 60s and the 80s and the 2000s. And so I have all those cookbooks and I love to look at them for inspiration. And I like to create uh, new dishes with old school concepts and trends. And so bringing it more current and relevant to today's world, but using a classic idea. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. How, how would you, in your estimation, by the way, I love old and classical things. And that's why I love the ancients and what I've learned from like hip, like all the philosophers of yesteryear, because nothing old is new and nothing new is old. But anyways, how do you view the food of the past, the past decades with what's happening now? Are we incorporating, are we getting back to basics? Like how would you categorize what's going on today in the modern world with food? Well, with my businesses, you know, I started with my own garden. I, my grandmother was a cook. I was in six generations of restaurants and, you know, people used to cook, like really cook, like make the chicken stock and make the salad dressing and make everything from scratch. And so when I was designing my businesses, the mix and cafeteria, that is how the platform is designed to go back to old world, like your grandmother's style of cooking, but in a current modern day time. So something a little bit more health minded with classic um, combinations or ideas. And you know, what you just described establishes a sense of belonging, a sense of love, a sense of fulfillment, because truly food is life. And in my case, I love to say that food is medicine. So I really identify with what you're saying, Joe Marie. And I want people to kind of get an understanding of what your talents are. I got the chance to meet you in person and come to your businesses. And then I've been watching you on social media with MW Maven with your new hacienda and your, your decor. But you truly are a Renaissance woman. And I think it's partly because you create from what you see in the world. You're, you're excited by it. Yeah, I love to create. And it actually, that is my therapy. As we talked about therapy in the kitchen before, it's either creating a dish or creating something beautiful. And it's not necessarily what's on the plate, but it's the memory you create around that table. It's the memory you create with your setting of how the places are, place is set. It's the memory and nostalgic memories of what you used to eat with your grandmother and maybe bringing them into a modern day time. So things that are very nostalgic for me, I'm very influenced by. And um, that's one thing I love so much as well. What about, let's talk a little bit about um, your connection with the local farmers. I love uh, all my local farmers and it's so important to support the community. Um, Not only are you getting food that was picked in the field in the morning or the night before, it's, you know, their passion to provide that service and you're supporting the community and you're getting like the best product. Cause you know that sometimes when you go to the grocery store in the produce section that could have been picked in Mexico or Florida, California. And by the time it gets shipped, unpacked on the shelf, I mean, you could be looking at days or weeks uh, before it hits your refrigerator and going to the farmer's market 
it's just ours since it's been picked. And so I have a relationship with a lot of farmers from Overland Park Farmers Market, which, by the way, was rated the top market in the United States last year. So it's uh, an amazing market and it's big and it has so many things. And there's all different kind of farmers and, you know, different generations of farmers and I'm just intrigued by visiting the farms and getting to know my my farmers and the freshness of the food. There's just nothing really better. And you know, farmers in these lo- local markets, because I'm um, I'm a vendor at the local Hinsdale Farmers Market here in Chicagoland, and they really take pride in their land, in the food that they grow, how it tastes, how they take care of their land, and I think that truly is a love language with what the result of the food is. Well, I agree. Sustainability has been a big thing that we've seen over the last 15 or 20 years. And I didn't even know about that when I was a kid. But just, um, you know, taking care of the land and recycling and reusing, um, not for the sake of not filling up a landfill, but just the purpose of not wasting is really important. For the good folks that live in the area of Kansas City, Prairie Village, Leewood, Overland Park, or the folks that travel worldwide and come into Kansas City, describe Cafeteria Cafe to our listeners. So the word cafeteria is actually the Italian word for cafeteria. And the literal meaning is a meeting and gathering place for friends and family to create memories, usually over food or beverage. So that was the whole premise. And that's always modeled my restaurants after as a community-focused uh, place um, with nourishment. So uh, Cafeteria is, um, there is a marketplace with prepared foods, everything made from scratch, from local eggs that makes the aioli, that makes the chicken salad. I know you talked about the Mario's Grinder. My dad started a deli in 1968, and we have a little nostalgic corner of uh, the the famous Mario's Grinder, the meatball grinder, um, which we do just like they did it um, and still continue to do it that way. Homemade meatballs, uh, sauce and cheese and a ground out roll. We do it with a fork. It was just really old school. Um, So in the marketplace, you could find prepared meals. You could buy grab and go salads if you're on the run. We have, you know, overnight oats and chia pudding for the breakfast if you want to come in and pick it up and be prepared your next morning. We have a coffee bar. We have a retail section where we have all the olive oils and the skincare uh, line of yours that we love so much. Um, And then it's a full restaurant with an open kitchen. So everyone feels like they're a part of what's happening. And the uh, experience is like a live experience on stage. It's like unfolding in front of you. And it's kids running around and people having business meetings and um, great food, everything made from scratch, everything health-minded. So everything that you and I love in one place. Gosh, it's so engaging. It's so delicious. It's so you. It's so fantastic. We need one of these in Chicago. Maybe someday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this next question that I was going to ask you, I think you sort of answered it, but I was going to ask you how you capture the essence of hospitality. In Greek, we have a very big word, Joe Marie. It's called philoxenia, philo friend, xenia of the stranger, friend of the stranger. And at your restaurants, I'm wondering, what is your personal way to entertain? I know that when I met you, we went back to the back room where we have those um, 
those moving doors, they have different colors. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. So we have that back, um, we call it the boardroom and it's a, um, a light filled room surrounded by windows with, um, doors that kind of are colorful and they move to create this color wall and it's very festive and creative. So we do like baby showers and small birthdays and, um, you know, business meetings and things like that. So it's, it's meant for people to gather and, um, either work or create memories, and so hospitality to me, I mean, I am the queen of hospitality, I think. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're coming into my home or if you're coming into my restaurant, you're treated the exact same way. When you come to my home, you don't know if I was cleaning out the garage and I wanted to get rid of something, you would, you always go home with something. I think that's a very Italian thing to do. <laughs> Love it. So it could be a, you know, a bag of food. It can be a fireplace holder that I'm not using anymore. And this is everyone. This is the people coming to service the house, the people coming to visit the house. But you'll always be comfortable and feel like you're at your own home and you can kick your shoes off. And that's what I like to instill in my home and my restaurants, that same feeling. So it's kind of just something that naturally happens. I'm excited to share with the listeners, as you uh, precluded to that, um, the Cafe Life product line is for sale in the gift section at Cafeteria Cafe. I want to thank you for that opportunity. In our remaining moments, I'd love to know just what is your most beloved ingredient to work with? What are you looking forward to in the future? And um, maybe it's time for you to write a cookbook. I would love to do a cookbook. I would love to... um, I'm kind of continuing my new lifestyle brand, MW Maven, which stands for Midwest Maven, which is um, kind of, if you want a kind of hybrid of Martha Stewart, Nina Garten. And um, so it's florals and it's food and it's interiors and it's um, entertaining. So all the wonderful things in life um, brought in a full picture, perfect moment. And when it's not perfect, you just figure out how to make it better. That page, by the way, MW Maven is bright, vivid. It teaches you something. Every picture and every message that you have on there is something that you walk away with. Speaking of that, like how you want people to walk away with something, there really are so many takeaways from your page. I encourage people to check that out, MW Maven. And um, I did want to ask you about your pizza oven, because I, I forgot about that, because when I was there, the way that you put the um, the flatbread in the pizza oven was just delightful. Yeah, so we have a pizza oven that's actually Italian-made. Um, it's a Mara Forni oven. It's an oven that heats up to 1,000 degrees. So it's not just for pizza. We char vegetables in it. We bake feta and cast iron dishes. We make our toast um, in there. And it's actually a really versatile tool and, and way of cooking Um that's pretty easy. And the pizza oven, it, like I said, it heats up to a thousand degrees if you want. I think we keep it at like 650 degrees, but um, a pizza could cook in 90 seconds and it's on a rotator. So it's almost perfect every time. Jo Marie Scaglia, you are the owner, creator, inventor, Renaissance woman of Cafeteria Cafe, the mix restaurant and MW Maven. We are so honored to speak to you in our final few seconds. Tell us how people can find you online. And then I have one last question. So we have um, Instagram and Facebook handles at Cafeteria Cafe, also The Mix KC, 
and um, MW Maven. So that's a pretty easy way to get there. Of course, a Google search will find all of us. Um, there's websites for all of it, online ordering, uh, online store, all that sort of thing. And I should add that cafeteria is spelled C-A-F-F-E-T-T-E-R-I-A. Yeah, and the mix is two X's too. Cool, cool, excellent. Okay, Joe Maurice Gagla, you have been a very special guest and I ask all my special guests this last question. Joe Marie. In my life, I've learned that. Oh, good. There's so much to be learned. Um, My latest thing is that just to enjoy every day and every moment and just take day by day because things can get kind of crazy and just enjoy the moment. I think that's my latest lesson. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. The Keffy Life team had so much fun these last 10 weeks meeting the people of the Chicagoland community when we were showcasing and selling Keffy Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Thank you, by the way, to all of you who stopped by, sampled, and bought our premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Must mention, though, that I was not only a vendor, but a shopper. And here are the tips I'd like to share with you for an Olekala All Is Well experience when you visit your local farmer's market. Number one, do a lap around the market before buying anything. You want to do this to check out all your options. Two, do some homework on your vendors. Learn what it is that they do differently and or better than others. Three, keep an open mind. Remember that farmer's markets are more than fruits and veggies. You might find flowers, candies, cheese, and crafts. Number four, be prepared. Take cash and a reusable tote bag to carry all your purchases in. Olegala, all is well when you support, enjoy, and get the very most out of your local farmer's market. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit KefiLife.com and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life. <laughs>